Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fitoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at PFitoff. So for episode 60 this week, we're going to do a recap of men's basketball. Two hard-fought games. Could have went either way, but long story short, same shit, different day. I can't polish this turd any way more positive. Sorry to be that bluntly, but it is what it is. And with this season, this is the best I can do to explain uh, what happened this week. So first game, two games. We have one at Duke on Tuesday night at Virginia this Saturday. I'm just, I'm filming as of Saturday. Tuesday at Cameron Indoor Stadium, Coach Krzyzewski, former coach for Duke, they called him Coach K, in the house. I believe that was because that would be Coach Bray's last game at Duke. And Coach Bray was an assistant for Coach K from 85, or no, I'm sorry, 87 to 95. He was part of the 91-92 back-to-back national titles, those great teams with Christian Leitner, Bobby Hurley, Grant Hill. He was part of six Final Fours with Coach K, two national titles, two runners-up. Two runner up, runners up, sorry for tongue tied there. And once he was an assistant with Coach K, he left to be Delaware's head coach, was very successful there. And then he came to Notre Dame in 20, or 2000, and he's been our coach for the past 23 years. And by far, he's the most successful assistant coach, uh, coaching disciple, or the coaching tree of Coach K of all coaches, I would say. I know uh, Doug Collins or Chris Collins at Northwestern right now. He's had a pretty good year, but I, by far, Coach Bray has been the most successful coach from the Coach K tree. So Notre Dame came in at 10 and 15, 2 and 12 in the ACC. I know that sounds awful. It is. Duke, this is not one of the best Duke teams I've seen. They're not even ranked right now. They are 17 and 8, 8 and 6 in the ACC. Uh, They led by as much as 14 points in the game. We battled back really hard. Dan Goodwin played his ass off, uh, had 25 points off the bench. Uh, I don't know why that is. I I know Coach Bray's trying to find anything he can to get a spark going, so maybe that's why he is coming off the bench. Uh, 25 points for Dan Goodwin. Ben Allen Lubin, a freshman uh, who's starting now, 10.6 rebounds. He's playing really well uh, lately. However, Duke hits a late three. Uh, I believe we were, yeah, we had, we were, yeah, we were only down by one. They hit a late three. You know, if it, he misses, we go down, we could hit the game winner. That doesn't happen. We end up losing 68 to 64. Uh, Coach Bray, uh, his last game at Duke Cameron Indoor Stadium. Uh, As I said before, Duke's not the greatest team. However, to win at Cameron Indoor would have been, you know, a very positive, uh, a positive win for this, you know, shitty season we've been having. Uh, but we fall to 10 and 16, 2 and 13 in the ACC. And I'll get to that later. Uh, let's go to Virginia today. Virginia, number one in the ACC right now. They come in at 20 and 4, 12 and 3, ranked number seven nationally. We come in 10 and 16, 2 and 13 in the ACC. Only Louisville has a worse record in the ACC right now. We battle again today. Virginia's up by as much as nine points. It's at Virginia, one of the toughest places to play, one of the best defensive teams in the nation. Uh, 
we end up it's 57 to 55. I'm sorry. Let's, let's take a step back. Uh, 57 to uh, 54. We have a chance to, uh, we're going down there to, for the last second shot. And the thing is a lot of coaches will not take a chance, especially if it's down to less than 10 seconds, which it was. And coach uh, Bennett likes that philosophy too, where you're, you're just going to foul them. So you don't have to, uh, shoot the three pointer for a chance to tie the game. They foul Trey Wirtz. Trey Wirtz hits, hits the first free throw. Coach Bray calls a timeout for him to intent to intentionally miss the free throw. And then if we can just you know tap it out for a, a game winning three pointer, Trey Wirtz does a perfect miss where it clanks off the rim. Uh, we end up having it ricochet. It bounces right back to Dan Goodwin. He has a wide open shot for a three-pointer if he hits it at the buzzer we win the game if not we went we lose 57 to 54 as i mentioned earlier the the ball just doesn't bounce our way again we had our chance lose 57 to 55 ball to 10 and 17 2 and 14 in the acc only louisville is worse at 1 and 14 in the acc and if they win this weekend i don't know who they play it's either today or tomorrow if they win that game we're, we're tied for last place uh, Nate Lashevsky, 18 points, eight rebounds. Dane Goodwin, 12 points off the bench. He's still coming off the bench as Ben Allen Lubin um, is starting. He didn't have a really good game today. Uh, he didn't even, yeah, it doesn't even look like he scored. Marcus Heyman had 10 points. J.J. Sterling did not score again today. And as I mentioned last week, who knows who the new coach is going to be, but they're, it's not looking like he's going to enter the NBA draft the way he's ending the season. That is he's been struggling big time. Uh, he, he had a decent game at Duke. I believe he, I think he made about 10 points at Duke. Don't quote me on that. But from what I remember watching that game, his, his game was solid there, but the way he's ending the season, don't be so sure he's going to enter the NBA draft. And if he doesn't, then the thing is, does he stay at Notre Dame or enter the transfer portal? I think that comes down to who's the new coach. So we will see on that next action for Notre Dame this Wednesday at home against North Carolina, 9 p.m. ESPN. And then next Saturday at Wake Forest, 7 p.m. on the ACC network. So here's sort of the I don't want to call it the big news, but some surprising news. It was reported either Tuesday or Wednesday. Yes, Mike Bray is stepping down to retire at Notre Dame, but he's not retiring as a basketball coach. It was made no, made. Uh, known that he's possibly looking for another job after he steps down at Notre Dame. So whether that's a smaller school, whether it's high school, who knows, but he is not retiring from basketball. That can mean a lot of things. As I said before, is he going back into college? Is it going to be a smaller school? Is it going to be at the NAIA NAI, NAI level, you know, division two, II, division three or high school or, you know, coaching Saturday mornings, you know, sixth, seventh grade kids. I don't know, but we shall see what happens there. But after this week with the whole coaching debacle with us not getting Andy Ludwig because we wouldn't buy him out. And I know Jack Swarbrick said he didn't accept the job. I'm not buying that email that he sent out to donors and a lot of Notre Dame graduates, um, a lot of former Notre Dame players that are pissed off big time. Uh, he, I may have a podcast on that eventually. I just want to see if we get an O-line coach uh, sooner than later to analyze both the new offensive coordinator hire, which is Jared Parker, 
and uh but don't uh, don't believe what he's saying there that's that's a crock of you know what and uh it's a work of fiction it could be on the new york uh best times or new york times bestseller list uh the email he sent out i believe it was when or thursday uh he just uh he's shoveling more shit now trying to get out of what uh that total debacle for the uh offensive coordinator hire but what i'm trying to get at as i go on off of that tangent God knows who they hire for uh, Mike Bray's assistant. If they're so cheap not to get a quality offensive coordinator and basketball is second fiddle to football, I think we can at least agree to that with uh, Jack Swarbrick, the athletic director. I know I'm being a little bit facetious right now and a smart ass, but God knows, does he go to the high school level, if not the junior high level, to hire a new head basketball coach on the men's side? I mean, what's happened with the uh, with the with the football hires lately for the assistant coaches? I mean, he's just being cheap. I mean, it's it's I can't put it any uh, I can't sugarcoat it anymore. He's being absolutely cheap, and some other individuals in the administration who I know who the we kind of know who those names are. Ron Paulus. Uh, I cannot tell you enough. It's just being cheap right now, and if you're going to be cheap at, for the football team. God knows what they're going to do with the basketball hire for uh, to succeed Mike Bray. And I said before, I, I'm saying it jokingly, is it going to be a, on the high school level, junior high? God knows. It wouldn't surprise me after what's gone down the last two weeks, and especially this especially this week, and that work of fiction uh, from that email that was sent out saying, oh, no, he didn't. Uh, uh, he did not uh, accept the job, Andy Ludwig. It's, it's because of the buyout. And then... As I mentioned, I will probably have a podcast on this before, but if I forget, he had the audacity to say, oh, by the way, if you want to contribute to the New Rockney uh, Foundation, which is where they raise money for athletics and stuff like that, you're saying you're not, you, the buyout was no obstacle at all. He just did not want to take the job. And that money's not an option at Notre Dame, but then you're asking for donations in your email. I can I know us fans are pissed off right now, but it's well known that alumni, uh, former players, are just uh, besides themselves right now, more or less uh, wanting to take a sledgehammer to their skull because this has been just uh, this whole process has been a disaster. And I, I'm I'm all for Jared. I'm going to support Jared Parker, especially Marcus Freeman right now because the guy's working his tail off but he's not getting the support from the administration to make this team the best they can be when they preach excellence. Uh, the administration that is, they should uh, give all the tools necessary uh, to all athletics uh, to strive for that excellence as well, to give them the tools they need. So enough on my tangent right now. Um, I will have a podcast on that. It may not, it may be uh, not as soon as I thought, but I want to see who we hire for the uh, uh, offensive line coach. So, Sorry to get off on, on that tangent, but I, I needed to set that up to say for Coach Bray's next high or for the to uh, replace Coach Bray, uh, I'm not. It's nothing's going to shock me right now if they if they go to a junior high level coach because of how they botched uh, uh, the offensive coordinator hire. So thank you so much for joining me for episode thirty, and as always, go Irish. <laughs>